You're listening to the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast for Real Salt Lake fans of every age and level of soccer knowledge and experience, even for those who have never played the game. Your hosts are lead instigator and Real Salt Lake fan from the beginning, Brant Goble, Major League Soccer OG and national team lover, Tyler Thomas, and the kid who keeps them all in line and the only one with any fashion sense whatsoever, Brennan Goble. On the podcast, they share their random thoughts after every Real Salt Lake match, win or lose. Besides team and game commentary, they work to bring you the highest quality Real Salt Lake and soccer community content. Content that includes interviews with Real Salt Lake insiders, current and former players, and random fans just like you. They also talk soccer from around the world, from the U.S. men's national team to little clubs like Manchester United, Arsenal, and my personal favorite, Tottenham, and the behemoth that is Crawley Town FC. Enjoy this episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. It's another episode. I'm your host, Brian Goble, joined by Brennan and Tyler. And we're here to talk about, we're all happy, right? Talk about that. So happy. RSL versus the juggernaut that was LAFC. Four games in a row without scoring a goal. Not to, spoiler alert, not to give it away. <laughs> but they did not score on us. No. They did and not. that is some real good news. So yeah, let's get into the lineup. We had Zach McBath in goal, Brody Glad Vera Oviedo up across the back, and on MLS.com, they had it as a 4-2-3-1. But not that formations matter anymore. Well, halfway through the game, they went right back to a 4-4-2. <laughs> and then yeah, they, and they then were they, all over the place. And then yeah. they brought in the bus. So then uh, in the midfield, Gomez, Ojeda, Palacio, and Luna. <clears throat> and up top was Chicho Arango with Jefferson, Savarino. Did and, you like what they did there? Sava up top? Playing as a forward? Kind of a withdrawn next to Chicho. Didn't we say that in the podcast a little while ago? Yeah, that we, wanted that we to should see Salva up play top? Salva up top. I keep cheering for that. So when they finally did it, I was like, "Wah!" Yeah. And then but, on the bench, on the bench, we had Anelli, Chang, Julio, Krylock, Rubin, Silva, Musaski, Beavers, and Idalgo. So <laughs> I know here <laughs> there, they are, there. there they are. There they are. The bench too. So thoughts on the. On the first half, oh, number one, I liked the lineup. Although, I was a little worried about the outsides of defense. Yeah, I, I, I was too. I've all, I'm always worried about Oviedo. Um, I think he's quality in a lot of ways, but one way he gets abused is if you can get behind him. He doesn't have the recovery speed, so he's got to keep you in front of him. And that combo with Oviedo and Luna. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting, right? That Oviedo Luna kind of combo. It, oh, I think it worked really well for Oviedo, but I don't know that Luna played great. Uh, Luna needs another option to the right of him. Yeah, and and I think he is. It's hard for him when he doesn't see a lot of the ball. He feels disconnected, and it's hard for him to play defense a lot. I was calling for a sub in the mid to early second <laughs> half. <laughs> I like him. I like his style of play. But it's almost like they refuse to play him at his strengths. Find a way to bring his strengths into the game. Who? 
Luna. Well, he's not the star player. Yeah, I he's, think he's, he's not. He's not. I think he's four or five rungs down. Yeah, I was like, and to get we time, to, we're, he's got to develop game more. To, to um, Chicho. Yep. Oh, I agree with that. I like that. I don't just disagree with that. I'm just saying that Luna has some talents that perhaps are. You're not you're not leveraging his best skills. We're not doing that with Brody either. I mean, really, we should be catering more to Brody, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Brody yeah. should be playing in a five line. Absolutely, right? He should be the wide guy in a five back line. I think line. if we if we cater to Brody, we we'd should cater do to better. Brody. That's mm-hmm. a great point. We should bring uh, Bees back and play him in center. You know, Bees well, could be center. absolutely center. <laughs> well, I guess my point is that maybe if you aren't going to Find a way to use him at his best, but you're pu- then maybe he shouldn't be out there. But well, but who's better? You're putting a higher value on him than what his value is at the moment. So this is Based like favoritism. Potential. Yeah, it's favoritism. I, no, I, no, I kind of agree. Because why why not bring it? Up he hasn't with been getting else? good results. Why are we not saying that about Savarino? Why aren't we catering to him? I'd almost rather have Chang out there than Luna. If you're not gonna- what. If you're not going, wow. I, I think Luna. Sorry to cut you off. I think but Luna's I think Luna better on the great. left. We don't have anybody on the left to take that spot. Chang tends to be on the right with Gomez. But I, I, if we had a better option, where I think he almost detracts from the team because he's trying to do something, mm-hmm. and the team's trying to do something else. Who so, Chang or Luna? Luna. Okay. Luna. So he's trying to play closer. Um, triangle passing and nobody else is doing that so <laughs> there were a couple times when it's like he he pulled out into a space and he expected something to happen and nobody moved and he kind of just stopped and then everybody was like okay i'm going to take a breath and i kind of saw what you're saying there uh, but it's kind of his job to connect with the team not the team's job to connect with him to brennan's point yeah mm-hmm. i i don't disagree i'm just saying there is a little bit of a disconnect there. Yeah. Well, what was funny though is that we got rid of the double pivot for a bit. We didn't uh, utilize that in the front. Uh, Palacio didn't pull back as far, and we ended up being like a real flat four in the center. And I think that's what really benefited the, from the game because Oviedo connecting to Luna or Palacio and then moving that up to Savarino that could ex- exchange that for tr- uh, Arango if he wants to cut through on a different channel. I think it's a really, really good plan on paper. I really do. I think the whole Luna on the outside, I think, is a great option. Um, I would want him on a steady rotation, left or right. I mean, they're always going to pivot in the game anyway. They rotate a lot. <clears throat> yeah, so it's naturally going to happen. But I, I really think Luna and Oviedo are the right tempo for that side. And I don't really feel like, oh, we're going to get outpaced, blah, blah, blah. But that's the center back's job. If, if the winger's getting outpaced, we need to have the center back and, um, you know, Palacio or Ojeda to shift back in that position. That's just like standard rotating, you know? And I think that that is, to Brennan's point, um, where our team right now is very strong. Glad and Vera both played a very, very solid game. Active. Um, They didn't both score in this game, which was disappointing, but only slightly. (laughs) uh, Glad's going to score in the finals to win it. He's going to do the grandpa dance. And uh, but I think the way those two covered ground, played strong, pushed when they needed to, slid together, like it, it was aerial it was, battles. They were doing yeah. uh, quite a bit. Yeah, they were pushing on those aerial battles against taller guys. Like Vera's not the tallest guy. Glad's like our tallest starting field player by a 
couple inches. But solid, man. They were really good. Really good together. Wait, can you say that because um, LAFC were a little off that night? Or are we saying that just in general for our performance? They gave up most of the shots they gave up. And what was the total there on shots? 20 at the end of the game? And seven on goal? Most of those seven were stuff that was outside the 18. Long, Bawanga or Vela just kind of hitting it and hoping... Spray and pray, you know, something. And that brings me to the the, the last point I wanted to make, even though we're 10 minutes into the <laughs> podcast, is that, no, I'm just kidding, is that McMath had, a, I think, a whale of a game. This is kind of the game I was hoping from him that we're, that we kind of have been missing, is did, McMath. Did, did he ever get a, like, game? horizontal? Like, did he ever have any, like, diving saves? I think he only had one or two of those. Throughout the whole game, yeah. Right? From what I saw, because <clears throat> I don't get to watch the whole game, but from what I saw, it felt like they were pretty. They had opportunities to score against us, but it wasn't like their ball was in a dangerous spot. You know, it it felt like McMath had to do standard stuff. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it as a spectacular game by him. But I could be well pessimistic. I think, I think after the 90th minute, he had three saves. Oh, the, the, so, that was pretty clutch at the end, yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was pretty solid. It got hectic at the end. Yeah, and he came out strong and solid and caught the ball high. And um, my buddy James, shout out James, he was uh, he was texting me, McMath's having a night, McMath's having a night. So, yeah, I was like, well, if he's saying it and he's got the goalie chops, I got to respect that. Uh, we got to get Dan Farns on it then. Yeah, because he's a keeper. I mean, he's too. got the golden gloves and stuff. So. Right? Yeah. We're going to get his input on that. Early on, I thought um, LA, LAFC obviously had the bulk of possession. And it felt like we were giving them, we were trying to give them as many opportunities as possible. <laughs> Coming back to what we brought up, or I mentioned in the last podcast, we're 31 games into the season. And we are still making horrible turnovers. We can't possess the ball. That was killing us in the first half. We couldn't string two passes together because every time we touched the ball, people were panicking and turning it right back over, right giving LAFC more possession and more dangerous opportunities. And that was really bugging me, and I was really surprised that LAFC did not take advantage of some of those opportunities that we gave, especially in the first half. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you would think at the professional level, everybody wants the ball, right? Everybody wants the ball. But in this game, it didn't seem, especially in the first half, like many people wanted the ball, right? Or they got nervous when they heard footsteps. people coming, <laughs> footsteps, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, a lot of glancing around, a lot of people attacking from different sides. And credit to LAFC, that's the way they play, right? They'll have somebody kind of come at a different angle, and it throws off a lot of the attacking team. But to our credit, we, you know. Got lucky. We're lucky <laughs> enough to avoid the final touch, and they were very poor in the final third. And on our side, we kept, it's like route one, but not down the middle, right? Whatever you call that, where we're just trying to get the ball to the outsides and go down the sides and loft it in. We when we when we focus on that, except for the goal. <laughs> Although that goal came from from the middle. Yeah, I kept saying play faster, play faster. But, but when we we just kind of like abandon the midfield, 
And it wasn't until we started playing through the middle in the first half that we started to possess the ball and we got dangerous. But it wasn't until we and were using the whole field. Did that kind of correlate with the injury of Acosta? It could have. That could have maybe played a part. Yeah. It might have. He's a pretty rangy midfielder. He's got those chops to get away with a lot of fouls. You know what I mean? And it could have just been a part of RSL finally <clears throat> settling down. Watching the game, even in the first half, it felt like the way they the way they were playing with a little more bite, a little more intention. I kept thinking, is this the game where they f- it finally kicks in that this is how we're going to play without Pablo Ruiz? Ooh. And so there, it seemed like it felt like a switch had been flipped, and it could be what like Brendan brought up. Maybe LFC just wasn't on it. They haven't scored in four games. Well, you can tell there was a different vibe with the team too. But that, and they were really close. I think if LAFC gets a goal, then we're back to hanging it, our heads and hanging our heads, uh, and that they are in a funk, and we kept them from coming out of the funk. But beyond that. I thought RSL played a really stout. They seemed like they were in the game mentally, and it might maybe it would have taken more than one goal to really get them down. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. Uh, watching Carlos Vela and Denis Bawanga um, kind of attack us, it was almost like Bawanga is going for the flare. Like that one play where Glad wasn't close to him, but he thought he was. And, <laughs> and he, he kind of did that back heel that to himself. back heel fling to the outside of the box where he could have just turned and gone to goal. That could have been their best chance of the night. And he got fancy with it, you know? It did look really sick, though. It's like my older brother, Doug, <laughs> when he's always trying to score goals. <laughs> he wants to do something cool. He doesn't want to just kick it in. He wants to do something cool. Dude, I'm going to chip it up and then I'm going to volley it. Why? You're on the six and it's a hard cross. What are you doing? Just tap it. Put it away. Anyway, it seems like Boong is going for Instagram followers. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of just trying to score goals and help the team. Vela plays like like he's retired. Yeah. Like Or oh, that man. he is going to retire. Right? Yeah, that guy is more out of shape than Oviedo. I mean, that's why I don't, Oh, that's tough. I noticed that last year. It seems like he's just... Not engaged. Like, he's fine playing in MLS. I mean, and he's fine with LAFC. They won the title. But he's, he's not, not hungry. Yeah, he for sure. Yeah, he doesn't feel – well, he feels like he's hungry. It looks like he's hungry all the time. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it looks like he's well-fed to me. Oh, my God. No, he's well-fed, bro. He's <laughs> oh, not hungry. Geez. But he doesn't look like he's hungry to win another title. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. He and doesn't look like Michael Jordan, you know, going they, for a two-peat. They no. could be tired. They've played a lot of games, 46 games. They said 45 games already in the season. And they just came off their loss in, to Tigres in the Super Campeones Cup. And they had that goal called back. Did you Super see that? Super Campeones. Were they Sorry. Still, what was the goal? Um, well, they were down. They were they they lost the first game 4-2, to two, I think. Oh, no, no. Maybe it was only one game. It was 4-2 to two in the PKs. Yeah, in the PKs. There you go. But they had a restart, and Cellini kicked it, and then it, he uh, kicked it again. Like, he wasn't going <laughs> to – it was really wild. He kicked it <laughs> like two feet. weird dude. And then they yeah, said the ball hadn't, start, hadn't stopped rolling, and they kicked it in that's <clears> a, to, for the restart. They ended up going down and scoring, and then I think the VAR is like, no, the ball didn't stop. But just one of those weird 
calls. Well, Chiellini kind of deserves it. I mean, if you deliberately catch a ball just so to stop a, a counterattack <laughs> and you only get a yellow, I mean, that's finally, a crime. Finally. Karma finally <laughs> that's crime. showed up. Yeah, it's a crime. <laughs> against Tigres. Oh, boy. But it does feel it does feel like LAFC is like, uh, like um, the Lakers. You know, like when LeBron came over and he brought Anthony Davis and it was just those two guys and they were just trying to fill a roster behind him. And it they kinda, were really good. Uh, oh, they're injured. I prone. mean, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like their whole their whole team at the moment is just revolving around those two guys moving up front, and it didn't seem like anybody behind them really wanted to support them. Well, they've lost a <clears> few <throat> good players. I think Apoku's gone. I saw that. Arango's gone. Arango's gone. Tell us that guy from Wales. What was that guy's name? Musovski. No, he's a better. Gareth he's a better. Bell. Um, Bareth yeah. Gale. Which uh, Gareth Bell just won the Ryder Cup, the celebrity one. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, he was on the team with Novak Djokovic, Garrett from Dude Perfect. And <laughs> dude Perfect was on yeah, there? Yeah, Garrett, the purple dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was on there. I was like, wow, that is that's, so lucky. I didn't realize he was that good at golf. No, so. he was hitting some hitting pretty good shots. Well, he, he had uh, three or four or five years in Real in, in Spain to work on his game. Oh. <laughs> Without much interruption. Are you talking about Gareth Bell? Yeah. Oh, no, Gareth Bell has been golfing forever. Yeah. I know, but when he was playing in Real Madrid. He hardly played. He hardly Real played because really? of his attitude and all he did in golf. Yeah. So He's a very good golfer. That's I saw his, I saw his fitting with TaylorMade. I was like, dang, man, you're actually not bad. I was jealous he got the P790s. Did you see Dwayne Wade got a hole-in-one? Hole yeah. That was pretty cool, since we're talking about golf now. Yeah. What well, was it uh, at, though? It was, a, um, was in Pebble, Pebble Beach Pebble or something? Beach, yeah. Oh, that's not here? No. No. Um, it's Florida, right? <laughs> he was Pebble Dwayne Wade Beach? was at the game. Yeah, but I, I think he is. got a whole one earlier this week. Wait, yeah, he that's did. That's when I saw it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was at the LAFC game. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. Gotcha. I did see him on the camera. I was like, oh yeah, Dwayne Wade. He's invested in ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a small minority owner. They did have the stat that ninety percent of the scoring opportunities have been created by two players on LAFC this year, Vela and Bawanga. Also, I don't know that Chirundolo is the greatest of coaches. He might be a good coach. I mean, we know what it's like to have a good coach. Yeah, I think defensively, that's where he came from. He used to play right back for the national team. Spent a long time in player. Yeah, in the yeah. yeah, he 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 nailed down his spot and and well, ten plus years in the Bundesliga. But uh, as a coach, he's it felt one dimensional. I mean, it was kind of like kick it to Vela and Boanga and hope something good happens. Yeah. It's kinda, Didn't I, seem like a b- great strategy. Or, you know, I think we're used to that, though, like go down the side and cross it in. And sometimes that <laughs> Go works. down the left, go down the right and cross it in. <laughs> it's weird. Where did we see that? So, but the, it was um, a good first half in the <laughs> fact that we did not give up a goal, but the first but boy, 20, just barely, first right? 20, 30 minutes, we couldn't get out of our half. Yeah, and like I like I mentioned, I, I'm still concerned that these turnovers, these easy turnovers, panicked play, is going to bite us in the end. And one of the things that I noticed as the game went on is two players got more and more confident, and those two players are right in the center of the field, Palacio and Ojeda, and that. that made me so happy as the those, game went on. Well, those four guys. It was it was honestly Palacio. I think because Ojeda has always stepped up, right? Yeah. Has always te- stepped up. I, I mean, agree. Gomez even yeah. had an opportunity today, which was kind of cool. But yeah, Palacio felt like he was—he had a better understanding of what was 
like what the team was doing. And that was so nice to see because that's that's where we need our backbone. We need it. We need those two guys in the center to have the utmost confidence. Well, there's like there's four of them there. Yeah, Glad, Vera, <clears throat> Palacio, and Ojeda had great games. Vera got a little uh, he got a little excitable. He ended up remember that he had a in the second half he had a drive down the middle and he ended up uh, he ended up. Uh, <laughs> Getting a little excited there, but yeah, he like played it to Moose and then like wanted to get it back. Yeah, but he was double teamed. I was like, dude, do not pass it to the center back. He's double teamed. Don't break away. And he, got, he got away with a challenge over yeah. there too. I was like, oh, that would have been called back. Well, yeah, I but thought that the ref was, was a little off, but we can get to that later. But I thought they were really solid, and LAFC spent a lot of time coming through the middle, and they just didn't go after. Brody and Oviedo on the wings. Yeah, which is funny to say that, but I really do think that the back line had a very active game. Like it felt like they were always on it. Like it, like a ball going up in the air, they were eyes on, they were tracking. Like it was it was a really good overall like game for our back line. I I do think yes, if LAFC was a little bit more stout in the midfield, we would probably press the Bro- Brody and Oviedo. But, yeah, that, but that's what it. I was thinking. I was like, why didn't they attack that? But I also I feel like what the hard work that's being done in the midfield accounted for that, right? Because yeah. if we're if we're very weak, they have tons of options. They can send it wherever they want. But they only had one or two times where they took advantage of that, right? Well, yeah, realistically, and I mean they had a couple opportunities right at the top after some overlapping runs and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, I I feel like the the back eight really really stepped up this game. And I think they understood the the value of the game overall. It was kind of like one of those things, like if we lose this, everybody already th- assumes we're going to lose it. We're going to go down lower on the table just the way everything works out. And then if we win it, we're going to be in a much better place than anybody ever thought. Did you see any weak links in that eight? Who was your weakest link? I still got to say, well, what? I think defensively they did it all great, but I do think Gomez was the one that I was still not impressed with. Yeah. His touch still is bothering it's still me. I, very I think loose. Gomez and Luna, Luna, Luna were for me. a little yeah. bit um, on the weaker side. I think Luna, for all the things I've said earlier. Yeah, he's kind of running in circles and yeah, stuff. And Gomez is still in that selfish part of his game. He And we're not the only ones that have said that. I've been reading about it elsewhere. Other people feel the same way. Gomez... He needs, he's young, and he puts his head down and he goes forward. But when he slows down and connects with teammates, that's when they're they're more dangerous. But when he just want, he thinks he can beat somebody because he spent his whole career <laughs> beating players. He was being yeah. the best player on the field, and now he's up to a level where he may not be the best player on the field. And so he can beat maybe the first guy, but he still tries to beat the next two or three guys. <laughs> When he's got two or three teammates standing around. Sounds a little naive of him. Naive, yes. That is a great (laughs) word. It's it's almost like I like the way Gomez messes up better than I like the way Luna messes up. Does that make sense? There was there was less repercussions. I think that's what it is. He'll lose the ball going forward. And it seems to me that that Luna loses the ball like he lost it and they had a great chance and (laughs) McMath came out and yelled at him. Like that, McMath doesn't normally do that. So that was on, that, was, that was on the Bowanga fancy pass oh, to okay. himself. Yeah. yeah, to himself right before half. Yeah, because he got dispossessed before yeah. that. Yeah. But I, but I, I really like the fact that I think. Well, 
I don't really like the fact. I just know that the next game, if we start Luna, he's gonna get to a different level, because he's 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 a work like he's working. You know what I mean? It's it's. Oh, I messed up. That's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like he's he's yeah. He hustled he, back and didn't yeah, hang his head. He's he's in that position where it's exciting to watch him mess up because then he's just gonna get better. Well, did I the game so. feel different? From if to me, it felt a little different from the start. It felt like RSL was ready to play. And in, in past games, they haven't. They I'll, felt the weight of it. I was really surprised because it felt like they were ready to play and maybe LAFC was waiting for RSL to collapse like they have against them almost every game. That's they, what I was waiting them. for. I like I, I look as a fan, I was I was sitting there and I was like, Okay, just don't just don't give one up before half. Oh boy, that was close. Oh boy, that was close. I was oh boy, too. that was close. Because we've only, we beat them twice oh, come in thirteen on, guys. games. Hold on. Yeah, so 11, 12, That's 13. what my living room sounds like on road <laughs> games, guys. I start getting high <gasps> instead of low when we do the podcast. When I'm and like, it, yeah, and it, it's high. It felt different. The longer they kept LAFC, out, yeah. the more frustrated LAFC became, and the less effective they became, and the more confidence was built with RSL. Yeah, and I think a couple of people, you know, kind of did that a little bit better. Um, I noticed that my boy, my boy Vera from the back, it just seemed like, oh, okay, that's not a foul. I'm going to step up to that level. And, you know, he kind of came in and pushed a couple people around and, you know, was like, oh, this isn't a foul. Okay, Tim Ford. Tim, right? Tim, Timothy Ford. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to come in here and I'm going to push people around because you're not calling that as a foul and I'm rising to that level. Don't push beyond that. And I, th- I think he kind of set that tone and then everybody else kind of followed. He's kind of a tone setter. Yeah, yeah. I like I, that kid. I, yeah, I, I really like Vera. But also, I don't know that he'll be taking free kicks next game. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. <laughs> Did I you mean, see the three he got? Well, they Pablo were, said that he's so smooth. It's like a golf swing. Kind of jinxed him. Eh, kind of, yeah, three in a row. Not so good. I mean, they weren't even close. I mean, I don't know what, they, what he was trying to do. If he was trying to hit the, the first player in the wall, he, great. Then he nailed it. Nailed it. Good Perfect. <laughs> Throwing people off for the next game. I, I thought it was really interesting. I stopped by the RSL booth at uh, Silicon Slopes. And uh, I was talking to the people at the booth, mm-hmm. and they during were like, what? "During the midweek, not during the game, but it was like Wednesday, Thursday, and Wednesday and Thursday." Yeah, so Thursday I stopped by and talked to them, and um, they were like, "Hey, did you guys know?" I was like, "What's going on with our team, man?" You know, kind of just playing with them and seeing what they'd say, and they were like, "Yeah, I know." First we get Moose with his drama, and now Gomez goes and deletes all his Instagram posts. And I was like, oh, we did? <laughs> oh, he, he really did? She's like, yeah, look. And she like pulls her phone out and shows me his Instagram. And he, he's only wearing blue jerseys and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what, what's that about? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe he got, you know, in the doghouse. But then he started the game and played really well. So I don't know. I don't know what's happened there. So that was interesting, too. You have Moose on the bench, start of the previous game. After his um, tirade, tirade or his contractual moves, his mm-hmm. his shoulder injury, his leverage attempts, <laughs> and, um, and then you had Sava with what personal 
<laughs> yeah. What right? personal issues? And yeah. He, and we haven't even talked about him, but he was, he looked like a different player. He 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 was much more engaged. Sava or Sava? Sava. I think I think because he was playing up top. That's what he's I'm saying. Got a larger role, and I think that's what it's going to benefit him. And Chicho with the armband. Is this going to become Chicho's team? <sighs> yes, I hope. so. Make it Chicho's team. And so there's a there's negatives to it, obviously. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh-huh. But the positives are in the long run going to help overcome all that. Because I think that's where it needs to stem from is the fact that he's going to lead and he's going to sh- set the example and also set the level that they're going to play at. Yeah, and which I, is fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. His technical ability is fantastic going forward. Oh, yeah. It is very, very good. Very and crafty. If we can get people up to that level with him. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, that was the sound effect. Should have been there. Oh, that's the long one. <sighs> Uh, it doesn't have the snap. Yeah. It doesn't have the snap. Should we go to halftime? Kind of Let's go like to halftime. We'll go to halftime. Halftime. Did you want to do the interview? No, I got it. Okay. I went doom, doom. So halftime. Um, we haven't done it for a while. What about orange slices? We've been giving them. Sounds like we've been giving away a ton of them all through the start of the podcast. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then nothing. What? Come um, on, man. I I give mine to Glad. Okay. Um, I think after the past few games, his you know he got into some bad situations, um, and every scrambled ball that we got, every aerial battle, he was on top of it, and I think that really settled down the back line to give him some more confidence. There's no holes, stuff like that. That's why I would go with Glad. I agree. <laughs> Sorry, I was playing Brant there for a minute. <laughs> so, who are you going to give a... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I got to stick with Vera. I mean, the, the tone setting, the, the little fouls. I mean, it, LAFC kind of pressure in a way that is a foul to me, but most refs will let it go because it's kind of like a, a, a push of the shoulder, a kick in the shin... But not enough to knock you over, and so it looks like a play on, but then you just miss hit your pass because you feel like you're being fouled. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's just kind of in general how I see LAFC play against like other people. Palacio getting tackled from behind. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. And so I think Vera was the one that finally said, "Oh, that's not a foul." Then I'm just going to start doing that to everybody, and that's when I think RSL was like, "Oh." Let's just step up and play that way, and they started playing a lot better. Yeah, we're going to call him the equalizer. The equalizer. Just has like to that. be like that, though. Yeah, just like yeah. that. It's better than the that. energizer. <laughs> <laughs> equalizer. I had a thought, though. You reminded me of it, speaking about the officiating. Oh, man, that would be so cool to talk about later. Well, no. This oh, is now? not about the officiating sure? of the game. <laughs> oh. In general. But in oh. general, are they starting to kind of get teams ready for the playoffs because, you know, in the playoffs, they tend... The rules change. The rules, yeah. So dumb. (laughs) Every sport, every sport. Oh, that's playoffs. Football, basketball, when they get to the playoffs, the rules kind of, they kind of, refs don't want to have an effect on the game, and they kind of let them play. And I wonder the last few games if maybe that's... It takes a bit more to make a foul is basically what we're saying. So maybe that's what's going on. But my orange slice goes to Palacio. I thought he might have played the best game he's played in an RSL jersey. And 
I love that pairing, Ojeda and um, Palacio together. It's getting better. It's getting better, and I think that Palacio kind of what's up, Palacio kind of has the personality for it. Ojeda seems like a good guy too, but Palacio is is kind of more the I don't know. Like I've seen a few videos of him, and he's yucking it up. He's funny. He's engaging. He's talking to everybody. You know, and he's new to the team. So for him to be that kind of leadership role, love that for her Hispanic midfield, especially, you know, like and is very he, Hispanic midfield. He's one of those guys that's really happy-go-lucky off the field, but you don't cross him on the field in the game. Yeah. Because he seems like he has some some bite, which I like. I like to see your team play that way. Now, if he was just taller, then Brent would really love him. No, I, I think he's fine. <laughs> He's he's taller than everybody else in the midfield, I think. <laughs> I think you're right. That's true. He's up there. Mm-hmm. Although one person that hasn't, we went through all of that. I wonder what's up with Lambert. We should do some research, find out where that cat went. Well, he was he was, was he on the on bench for an injury. Oh, he right? wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. he have thinking out obligations? Loud. Well, I think Silva is somewhat injured. I. I I don't know. Maybe he's just old. I, I love Silva, but the the last couple of games he's played, we haven't gotten good results, and part of it has been, I think, him. And we talked about it with Crylock and yeah. Silva, and you even mentioned McMath last episode, where he was struggling just to half a step off. Father Time is catching up. Yeah, Although, but McMath kind of, I think, in this game stepped up and didn't totally redeem himself, but played well enough to, you know, put Beavers back on the bench solidly or maybe beavers was leaning you know yeah but but yeah i i really think that uh that that's the the struggle there is that silva kind of took his spot on the plane so to speak well and i think too if palacio ojeda glad vera and even oviate and brody or hidalgo whoever's out there the better they play the more relaxed and better mcmath is going to play yeah or whoever is back there now, a lot of people were calling for Anelli to start. What do you think about that, Brennan? Um, I'm all for it. I still I still find that Anelli has has uh, abilities that Brody does not and size and ability. I just I just feel like I would give it to Anelli. I think Brody has the ability to be a a veteran in a sense. He's got the experience, but in crucial moments I've seen Brody falter that frustrate the crap at me especially that one where he tracked down back i can't remember what team it was and he went for the ball instead of the player stepped right over the ball and he still shot it in was that was that lafc <laughs> lafc the last time, time? oh yeah. man the league's cup that that's still to this day yeah. I, I watched that hi- that highlight just that section like seven times i was like, <laughs> like this is what why? you do like this is uh, i was like i was trying to think of like what would we go through my head if i was in that same situation and i, and I couldn't i couldn't fathom doing what he did yeah, uh, to me that was the scariest moments of the game when Bowanga was strung out on Brody, and I was like, oh, "Come on, bro, kick the ball away from him." I know that's what you want to do. You're not gonna like try to body him up and win the ball, dude. Just kick it away from him. Right? That's all I was cheering for. Also, along those lines, but he did better team defense. It seemed like players when when Brody got one on one with someone, there was somebody coming in right away. Yeah, and I think that's an improvement. We haven't we haven't seen that in the last little while. Well, yeah, if, outlets and stuff. If that happens, the, then 
Boanga has to be able to make a pass. And that's what you want is you want one of their best strikers in the league to be passing the ball. And not shooting. And not shooting it all the time, right? So, And he didn't do that. He just kept shooting, and that's why they had 20 shots. It could be a better game plan from coaching. Yeah, I, that's... Whoa. Whoa. We giving some cred to Pobs in the group? Yeah. Th- that goes back to kind of what I mentioned earlier. They look like a different team. They look like they were ready to play the game. Win or lose, they were ready to play the game. And halfway through, the longer we kept the game, game kept going, I didn't care if they won or lost, really. I was impressed with the way they were playing. And as long as they... Well, if yeah, maybe I, LAFC picked up the Nick Nick to goal, Nick uh, to goal, and won Nick one to, nothing, Nick I would still feel really good about the way RSL played. Yeah, yeah, but you got to think: is this because of the situation, the fact that you know, yeah, we don't have anything to lose, and so this is how we get the level that we want, and I think that's going to suck now that we're number two in the table, slightly due to. <laughs> What is it? Wins? Is that why? Why? Because we have a negative two goal difference. Yeah, wins are the first tie. Yeah, record. wins are the first tie record, and we have and more so of them. One more game, yeah. But <laughs> we it's have just thirteen wins. It's Seattle just, has. It's 12. a little. It's a little haunting to watch them be so successful, but then realize that oh, it's because they were going in it almost with no intention of, you know, being the favorite to win. Yeah. So don't be too comfort in second place because 46 points is second place and ninth place is 41 points so mm-hmm. that's nice. <laughs> two through nine are five points apart. what is so what is really wild still anything can happen what is really wild is rsl is in second place with three games to go and has not clinched, clinched. a playoff spot theoretically we have we're pretty much in basically Kansas but, City would have to win their last three games, including the game against us, which we kind of control our own destiny there. And we would have to lose out, and Dallas would have to lose out or win out, and San Jose would have to almost win out, and Portland would have to win twice. So Minneapolis has it, to win out. Oh, Minnesota. Well, Minnesota. that would that would mean Minnesota just tanks, but. But yeah. But mathematically, with three games to go, you would think that if you look in the East, seven teams have clinched. Yeah. There's only two playoff spots, teams still to go. Still to go. And in the West, there is still eight playoff spots to go. And seven, the top seven teams in the East have more points than. Everybody in the West, except for St. Louis. But the bottom teams in the East would be the bottom teams in the West. In fact, 15, 14, 13, 12, and 11. Nope, just 12. That's four teams, right? That's Toronto, Charlotte, Miami, and Red Bull New York would be the worst teams in the West except for Colorado. So LA Galaxy have 35 points, and that that would be good enough for 11th in the East. Or 12th, sorry. What I'm saying is it balances out. Yeah, there are good teams in the East, but they also play each other twice. And, we, you know, the way the schedule works. So we don't play all the teams in the East twice, home and away. So well, I just think that there's a bigger disparity gap. Some people are saying a, the East is better, but I, I don't I, really agree. I lean to that 
I would be one of those that would believe that the East is playing better, has better teams, because you got the defending champion LAFC. They've lost four in a row, haven't scored. They've lost, what, they've only won three of their last 14 games in all comps. And you've got an expansion team, which has had a great year. But if, <laughs> that's the craziest part of this year. Well, that's the that's the thing. If the West was as strong as they have been historically, I guarantee you, St. Louis isn't up there. So I think there's a lot of yeah. That that really is a strange thing. A lot this year. of things have gone into play um, with the West. It just feels like it's one of those seasons where nobody has um, run Grabbed away the with the bull them. by the horns. And it kind of concerns me. We can talk about this all off season, but it kind of concerns me is um, next season. I think you're going to see some teams improve in the off season. LAFC is obviously going to go spend some money. Yeah, mm-hmm. Seattle probably will. So clean up some of their old people. If you are having, if you make the playoffs this year and you want to win the MLS Cup, this is the year to do it because <laughs> we call this the Senior Sweep, baby. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning up the old people well the funniest thing for me that okay rsl are in second place that's great what's their record 13 wins 11 losses we're 13 and 11 and we're in second place how is that i mean we have seven draws too but just because we've won 13 times like that's barely above 500 if the jazz were 13 and 11 everybody would be like they suck yeah but because we're in second place, like, it's well, I funny, think that right? Goes like, to the point that the West is a little more, a lot more parity. Maybe that's the better word then. Yeah, but there is more parities. But I think next season is gonna. If you you definitely won't be in second place next season with yeah, with forty six points with forty six points and three games to, to go. Because yeah. I think there's gonna be a lot of improvements from the other teams. Well, so you gotta think all the people that Messi is gonna bring next year. Yeah. So so my point was. If you want to sneak in and win the MLS Cup, this is the year to do it. <laughs> sneak in and do it. Let's do it. Just kind of like 08 and 09 when we we had a losing record when we won. Mm-hmm. Made the playoffs in 09. Yeah. Mm. Do you really think, though, so looking at the table, Cincinnati just looks just they are good. tough. You know what I mean? That's got to be a... a yeah. Supporter shield and well, title taking. Even team. Orlando looks pretty good too, right? Like New England stepped up and won the last couple. And then there's Philadelphia who made the final last year and didn't miss a beat really this year. Columbus has had a good year. Columbus had a has having a great year compared to last year. They got Cucho in there and his buddy on the other side, the former LAFC guy. Got him over there now too. And that doesn't even count Nashville and Atlanta, which are right there. Those are the teams that have clinched in the East. So, yeah, the, they are playing better right now for sure, those top six, seven teams. Interesting. Ready to take the second half? Let's go to the second half. <laughs> Random sounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's Harry Gary. <laughs> that is the strangest <laughs> way we've ever entered the second half. I was just wondering, uh, do we have any music for the second half? No. <laughs> <laughs> Quick outro. One thing, second half, RSL came out to play in the second half. They seemed like they were even twice as motivated. They kind of came out and took it to LAFC. Twice? Wow. They were Two double stuff motivated? Oreos ready to go in the second half. <laughs> 
Tell us what you think about Gomez's yellow card there, Brennan. What was that about? <laughs> what? I mean, this guy. What a stupid yellow card. I hate those. But why is that a yellow? I think this is the best rule in almost the best. I love the offside rule. <clears throat> but they have. So, uh, sorry, before you go. They have not done that to anyone else that has done it and they do it quite often and it never gets put out if he if he just would have done the one kind one time but he kept doing it he kept trying to get the ball and he he baited the ref into giving him a yellow i think they they will crack down on that they the what not last season but the seasons before i think was the season that they initiated that yeah uh, the delay automatic yellow and they went after it you got you delayed the ball yellow they're doing that in the little uh, kick away yellow yeah and they may have to just over get time at it. get back at it start giving out some yellows and then the players will get used to it again and stop it was kind of strange it looked like gomez was trying to put the ball back where it was supposed to be and that's what he was arguing when ford gave him the yellow but and then uh Oliveira went and kicked McMath in the head. That was fun. Yeah, I, I don't know if he got him too much. He kind of nicked him. And I don't think he kicked him. I think it was his shoe going through. But And who knows, McMath How, It should have been an automatic yellow. Well, I don't think it was obvious. And so You don't maybe, think it was obvious that he caught him? No, he had to wait for the blood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see the replay. Did they show a replay on it? They showed a couple, not too much, and I think I don't think his knee caught him. I think like his running through his cleat caught him. As yeah, like the the side of his cleat, not yeah. not like his kind of like so why is that not head. A it was well, it was eventually, but it took the ref came over and like checked his head to see if he actually kicked him before he gave him the yellow. Just as you know, I guess or something. I don't maybe, know. What yeah, he was maybe that's a, what it looked like. You know, fraudulent activity. Gotta make sure it's. <laughs> It's done like, correctly. Let me see. Wait for the text. Let me see where he kicked you. He had to wait for the text from Visa. I think. Uh, I think fraudulent activity. I think players would be fine with that. Oh, that hit you in the in the guts. Let's see. And then the, you know the players will pull up their shirts and show off their six packs. <laughs> Every time like, somebody plays Suarez, look, it's look, right here. Right he bit, he bit me. He bit me. He bit me. Can you not see? <laughs> it's under the jersey. It's hard to I'll, see. I'll take it you're off. You're supposed to have dinner before the game. And you would think that LAFC would be friends with Chicho, but they look like they were. They After the goal, him, stomping him, him even before. Yeah, he and was getting he a lot of abuse. And he, he didn't even cheer. He's used to getting those calls playing at BMO Field, but just not with RSL. Yeah, he had he, three or four times. He got crunched and nothing. And I was like, man, is Tim Ford watching this? Is he watching this game? Because that guy's our superstar. He's our Carl Malone out there. Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was getting no respect, man. No respect. Rodney Dangerfield called and wants his respect. respect back. Anyway, um, and then they subbed kind of early. Yeah, and I was excited. I think the coach did not like Oliveira just kind of running in. He wasn't even close to McMath. <laughs> he kicked him. Anyway, after that yellow, he yanked him out, put in Ordaz, who did almost nothing, which was great. Well, didn't Ordaz do something to us the last time we played him? I yeah. think he was... Punk. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> little nineteen-year-old <laughs> kid. Who do you think you? Who do you think you are? Right. Oh, same thing with Bogus last time, but he didn't do much either. Um, and then Tillman got his yellow on uh, grabbing uh, Palacio. Palacio by the waist and kind of spinning him around and, then he and pulling did the, on his my, jersey. He did that. It was my first one. It was my first foul. I love when they do that. When they stop a promising attack and they're like, but it was my first foul. Consistent. But you broke his leg. <laughs> but it was my first foul. First foul. Oh, speaking of broken leg, Krapow. Um he has some good saves. Crepo. 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 They're goalie. Is that how you say his name? Uh, I say it crepes. Crepes. <laughs> crepes. Oh, Waffles. <laughs> oh, Waffles McGee. Waffles House. <laughs> Waffle House uh, in the back there. Oh, boy. He broke his leg, remember, in the yeah, MLS Cup final. MLS Cup final. Had to get something out. Yep, and he was back. He made a couple good saves. He started the last, I think it was his fourth start. That save where Gomez had that opportunity and it oh, deflected yeah. off the defender. That was a good save. Ooh, it was that a was great a save. save. It was going right. up or 90. Huh? Mm-hmm. So then RSL had some subs. We were great to see. Chang came in for Luna at 69th minute. I like to see little the early subs. I was surprised they didn't go earlier with the way. Yeah, I was cheering for Luna to come out. I, he was losing the defensive shape down his side. You could tell he was starting to get tired. And I thought he was going to go... Oviedo as well, because mm. it seemed like he was tiring. But then they pulled out. They they put Rubin up there, and then I thought, oh, they're gonna pull out Severino and play Rubin up top. And then they played Rubin at mid, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, so Rubin came Gomez. in for Gomez. So Luna Gomez came out in the 69th minute, and Rubin and Chang came in, and uh, I've been impressed with Chang. I don't know. It seemed like a defensive move, <clears throat> right? Yeah, and to Oviedo's credit, you brought him up. They didn't sub him out. I thought he had a really good game. It's crazy. He was really solid in the back. And it was it was really good team defense. Yeah. And you know what's funny about this sub, too? Sub was in the 69th minute, goal in the 72nd. It was an instant. Like, they saw something, and they wanted to take advantage of it. They're like... Rubin, go in there and do a wall pass with with the guys in the middle, and let's see if we can just have you whip one in because they're not covering Chicho very well in that back post. So just as soon as you get a chance, just whip one in there blindly and see what happens. So two things with that. Well, maybe three. First was the give-and-go passing, which was lovely. I know. Right? Overlapping I started runs. cheering. Who, I was like, Who would have thought that that would work? But then, but then the second been. thing was the amount of pace that Rubio was able to apply to that ball rolling away from him to redirect and float it like that. That was impressive. And then the third was thing was ball. Chicho getting into space while also redirecting that ball like that. That is so hard to do, and also beat the goalie far post. Well, and especially if, if you go back and watch it, like the way he turned his hips. And got his whole body ready and put his whole body weight behind that ball. He jumped. He elevated for it. it it's a beautiful goal. Oh, you should have seen that. Where did you see beautiful the Instagram goal. picture they have of it? Where his hair is like totally straight up <laughs> after he's headed it. Yeah, oh, it looks yeah? like he's got a mohawk. It's, Dude, I gotta cool. go check that out. Is and it that, on RSL's Instagram? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And that can be very difficult to do when you're that wide open. It's like kind of getting a pass well, for a three-pointer, yeah. and you're just way too open. Nobody's on you. Oh, I never had that. 
I you never were, made a three-pointer. No, I just, I just never missed when it was my opportunity. <laughs> you, you had no shame when it comes to shooting. I have no shame. You're, and you're a chucker, I'm huh? pretty good. <laughs> he is. And ball. We mentioned ball hog last game. Oh, no, yeah. but that oh, can be... <laughs> if you make it, you're not I a I only remember hog. one game in Junior Jazz history that I had the most shots. I'm just teasing you. And you know what it was? What? I just couldn't miss. <laughs> I just kept going. shooting and it kept going in. And I so remember like, having a practice with the other team that we just played. And the mom came over and goes, is this your son? I'm like, and he's like, yeah. He goes, man, this kid could not miss. He just threw it up from everywhere. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, <son."> thanks, Grandma. <laughs> thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Nine-year-old me feeling great. <laughs> no, but Woo! that can be really difficult when you're that wide open. So it was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful play. Yeah. He he got it over. I mean, it's it's almost like the coach was involved though. Like, have you ever done that? Like, I coach little kids all the time. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put you in, and the first thing I want you to do is this because nobody's done it yet, and let's see if it works. And then it works, you know. And you're like, okay, fake this, and then do that because everybody's doing this. Do the other thing, and then Rubin comes in, does a little give and go, and just whips the ball in blindly. And I was like, that's awesome. And then he scored, and I, I totally saw it coming. I was and like, it's to Chicho. It's going to go in. Yeah, and to any other player, would that have gone in, do you think? No. I mean, Krylock no, might have got his head on it, but... Krylock would still be halfway through the no, Nobody else on the team scores that goal. Hmm. I agree with that. Technical. It was a technical goal. Yeah, and he made it look beautiful. It was much more deceivingly difficult. Yeah, oh, yeah. Say. high See, degree I, I of think, difficulty. For I sure. think if we switch the roles and Arango sending that ball in to Rubin, I think we have a similar effect. Because I think Ruby Rubin hustle, would hustle enough to create the space in between those two defenders, and he can really generate pace. But he would have to get lucky with his redirect. Yeah, it would have. It might have gone just wide of the far post. Probably <laughs> his technical <laughs> ability isn't quite where Chicho's is. But wow. After that, I was so stoked. I started texting all my friends. You guys got a text from me. I was texting everybody. <laughs> hey, we're like, friends. We're we made ahead. it to the... Yay, we're in the group chat. We're, ahead. Yeah. we're, in, the, we're we, in the friend zone. We, we did it, guys. <laughs> we're in the friend zone. I don't think he knows what that means. Oh, I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but yeah, at that point, I was like, we got hope. Yeah, and at that point, too, I'm like, I don't care if they score. If we end up getting a draw, yeah. that's great. Yeah, if they come back and draw, okay. Because well, you kind of was a, we're expecting them at some point to break through. And then when they started going on about how LAFC hadn't scored for three games and they're 300 minutes and then oh, without scoring, I'm like, okay, let's hold them out. Let's make it four. And then I was really invested. Yeah. And then RSL, they had a few chances, it seemed, but after that – um, they made some subs in the 81st minute. Um, Moose came in for Chicho, mm-hmm. and Moose looked like he wanted to score. Oh yeah, yeah, he had some a couple wild shots. LAFC. He wanted he wanted a goal against them real bad. He yeah. wanted to score because he was going to celebrate because Chicho wasn't. I was I wanted to see <laughs> Moose score to see if he was going to celebrate. Yeah, at, there because he didn't Chicho, want to pass. So. He wasn't going to score. Oh, that one where he shot it at the top of the 18. <laughs> couple more passes and we're, yeah. we're sitting pretty. Don't pass it to Vera, <laughs> <laughs> who made that run down the left side, but pass it to uh, who was on the other side? Somebody was out there on he, that He had play. Rubio Rabin on the right side, but then he also yeah. had Saba, I think, on the slot. 
on yeah, that inside. Yeah, and that's where it should have gone. Yeah. And then keep Cut running. back or even just, again, give it up to Ruby Rabin. Mm. Maybe Moose can do a bicycle kick like Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the 88th minute, Hidalgo came in for Sava. And then I think I saw Krylock over with had the vest and the flag because you got to have somebody <laughs> to direct traffic when you got the bus. Parking when <laughs> Because RSL just, no, because the bus was already parked. They so. parked the bus. Yeah, which was good. Because we had the, but it was great because we had the personnel to do it, and we still had our forwards in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like when we did that's, it against Austin in the playoffs. Ugh. <laughs> See, when when you get rid of your strikers to go defense, that's when you've really because we could have we could have kicked Austin's butt if we didn't do that. <laughs> if we didn't do that, we would we would be so good on PKs. But you know, whatever. Still hurts. Still hurts. Didn't didn't Hidalgo sub in? Yeah, yeah okay. That's in the eighty eighth. Okay, yeah, Sava, and he kind of played more defensively. So yeah, he, kinda, he played kind of kind of a five man midfield. Right? Buttressed up next to um, Brody, and Rubin kind of slid up, but was kind of still back. Yeah, yeah, the Bodie Brody show on the side. And Palacio and Ojeda and Oviedo all had great saves. Vera was – everybody was in the right spot. They uh, sent in some off, dangerous balls. They man. were cutting off a lot of the balls that they were sending in too. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of small opportunities that we blocked, which was really, really good. I really liked Glad this game. And, and Oviedo did have that one where the ball was kind of spinning and he tried to head it out and it ended up – Go any going spinning out for a, a corner. They did give up a few corners that made it kind of dicey. Quite a few. Was it Buanga taking them? No, it was Vela. Well, did either side right? Yeah, they were doing both, and I think that's. Not they only had good. nine corners though to our one. But it seems like they had nine <laughs> corners <laughs> the last three three minutes. It felt like. Mm-hmm. The other thing I thought was weird stat of the game. Weird stat of the game brought to you by our sponsor, Wendy's. Just kidding. <laughs> Wendy's doesn't sponsor our podcast. Yeah, go down to the Wendy's and get your free cinnamon combo. Bogo. <laughs> <laughs> I still totally get a free combo if I say I'm, I'm a fan of the Random Fan Podcast. What? No, 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 no. Tell them you're a, make up a podcast. <laughs> See if they'll give it to you. Nine corners to one. I thought was funny, and uh, one offsides to zero. One offside the whole game. Now think about this. Well, Julio didn't get subbed in. That's what I'm saying. Other, other than the goal, Chicho's opportunity. What other opportunities did we have to really change the game? Chicho had a shot that kind of bounced off. That went right at the goalie, and, and then Gomez, Gomez had, had that, that shot. There was a deflected. couple, a couple, and then couple. they did have some on counters late in the game that they kind of goofed up. They couldn't decide. Moose had his shot from farther out. Yeah, yeah, I think Moose goofed one up too, where he could have sent it back to the middle. Looks like they were like, "Are we going to go to the corner? Or are we going to score? Are we going to go to the corner? Or are we going to score?" But to but, your point, there wasn't a lot. No, and that's what I was saying. I think. I think honestly we got a little lucky in this game. If we didn't score that goal with Chicho, I think we're going into extra time or we're conceding a goal. I'm not sure we would be tactically available to to score again without that opportunity. Yeah, LAFC LAFC did their best to make sure we we won, but at the same time we did not give them the opportunities like we have in the past. There wasn't any 
glaring mistake, although there was a couple that were kind of dangerous in the first half. But we were, not we, Arsenal was there. I had nothing to do with it. But they what? were I they you. were there and ready to play. They they were composed, and the longer the game went, the more um, in tune with each other RSL was, and the more frustrated LAFC got. Really frustrated that Bogus he spent more time hacking people than trying to yeah, to play the game. Yeah, that's what he's good at though. These people are making me so kicking like, people humble about my last name. I used to hate it, but then I'm like Bogush. That's got to be rough growing up. Yeah, you could have been <laughs> Eastern European. Mm. Depends on where you're growing up. Maybe over there, that's a normal name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Where I grew up, it wasn't. No, we don't have enough consonants. We need more consonants. <laughs> There's too many vowels on our name. You can only have one vowel in your name. You can yeah. have 14 consonants in a vowel. Uh, the, I saw a couple different total passes numbers, but RSL were under 300 passes and LA were over 600. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, wow. According to MLS, they had 291 passes. Interesting. Which, yeah. It, and I don't know if they're counting the ones we passed right to LAFC, but... <laughs> there were a fair amount of those as well, especially in the first half, but... 45 clearances by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. 45. That's, Sounds right. That is some team defense there. Scary. So, anything else on the game? Scary. No, we won. It was great. We won. Solid, solid three points. Three points I, didn't know, I don't think anybody really thought we were going to get. That's why I said don't get too comfortable with second place. What yeah. We got? San Jose next? No. Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City. At home. We oh, might sorry, have. Last home game of the year. We might have the best, the Unless easiest the schedule going down the stretch. Of Colorado and LA Galaxy, and they're all below. Kansas City, Galaxy, who Ricky Pooge is out for the season. <gasps> they hung oh, him up, huh? For real? I, I mm-hmm. heard that. And then we have Colorado. But three teams way below us outside of the playoffs. But they just happen to be three teams that don't like, that would love to put a cramp. If they're if you're a professional soccer player and a team you don't like is trying to vie for a good spot in the playoffs, what do you want to do? I want to take them to the Chipotle. So they get the runs before the game. You want to go to Chuckarama before the game. <laughs> Chuckarama. What are you guys talking about? Well, I was just saying, if if I was a professional soccer player and I wanted, you know, if I saw well, a I'm team saying that and stuff, I would take them. It could backfire like it did on The Office. Remember when they were trying to drug Toby for the 5K? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring right? in some kale. But um, <laughs> get, him, get busted for salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Kansas City is going to be motivated to play RSL. And they still have a shot at the playoffs at this point. LA Galaxy? On the 14th, they probably won't, by then, have a shot at the playoffs. But you still want to mess with a team. If you're, if if I'm ha- going through a rough season and I can screw up... Well, a lot we, of people uh, playing for their jobs, too. Right? It's motivation, if nothing else. <laughs> SKC is now a very dangerous game going forward since we won LA. Yeah, I, I think they the toughest game is going to be Kansas City, followed by LA Galaxy, and the, the Rapids. Is not I think they've I think they've mailed it in already. Well, not that, not only that, but in the standings wise, at that point, it's probably not going to matter in the the scheme of things. See what they did on on Saturday, their supporter section. They just again mailed it in and put up signs that said we deserve better. Wow, the team, the club, the everybody deserves better. 
and they didn't. No one sat in that section. Hmm. It was right behind the goal. You could see it every time the camera went down there. I was like, oh. Well, and also, Yikes. Too, well, what they could be playing for, they're not going to knock RSL out of the playoffs. But if it could be the difference between a home game or starting it in the top four in the playoffs or in not in the top floor, top four and having it. Those and two Colorado did beat Austin <laughs> for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin had something to play for, and Colorado doesn't. So, so I'm just trying to say, you know, err yeah. on the side of caution. Maybe they play better with pressure. Off, There's no you know? pressure, so it'll be the- interesting to see. I do think though that Kansas City is going to be a tough game, and both of LA Galaxy and Colorado are away too. But Narcel's done great away. Seven wins, highest in the ever. Yeah, which seven, is fantastic. Seven run wins. And it, I think if we just take and One beat game Kansas at a time. City, no, <laughs> just beat Kansas City, and then we're in. We're that we'll clinch a spot. We'll be on forty nine points. We're in. We gotta have belief, right? Got to do one game at a time. <laughs> got to fight. Gotta we'll really, play at a time. Put just what's down. in front of you? Yeah, absolutely. Just focus on what's got, in front of you. We got to be motivated. Just mark your man, and everything will be fine. We got to be fired up. <laughs> no back heels. We got to no be focused. No um, we need it. We, yeah, we need the kids to uh, not back heel. The kids. Get the kids. Don't let them ever back heel. What are you doing? Can you see the ball? Uh, you know the where kids, the ball's going? Are the kids still watching? Kick it to the drain. Kick it to the drain. Kick it to the drain. No, dude. Get rid of, don't don't get, go by the drain. Run dude. around the needles. Run around the needles. Nope. Don't talk to that homeless guy. He lives here. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, Pete. So sad. So, we moving on to the... I don't know. You're the host. Come on, Crowley Update. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> wow. You say like wow. a question all the time. I do. Should we? Like, should we? I don't know. Is Crawley still need, a club? I need constant affirmation. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I do not. Let's know that. do it, Brad. <laughs> Holy cow! You're in. Constant. That's good. I'm to know. searching for what happened to Crawley this week. Oh my gosh! I should have showed you the highlights. If you want to see some Ooh, I'll beautiful, watch while you talk. Sutton United. Beautiful. Their first goal is like. 12, 15 passes strung together. You know how RSL doesn't play? Yeah. That's how Crawley plays. Whoa. The opposite, where they possess the ball. Wow. Where do they play? Sutton? Sutton? Sutton United. And it their first goal is just a thing of beauty. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, those are cool. Kids. They won. Oh, the white is so cool. They won three to nothing. Crawley Town. Oh, well, th- thanks for blowing the ending. I'm just going to watch the highlights. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, Jeez, they've won man. five in a row, haven't they? They did not lose in September. What? They should well, write a song fair, about that. Well, to be fair, they only that. had two games, so... Right. No, they... Here, here's they, some suspense. <laughs> they lost 6-0 to zero to Swindon Town in August 26th, and that was the low point. Now... And since then... Okay, we, there's some suspense for you. Look up the table, League 2 table, and tell me where... Tell the fans where Crawley Town is. No, Dude, t- Charlton Athletic is in the second league. They're in the, they're in the league. Look at the standings in League 2. Standings League Two and report out where Crawley what a block FC. Um, what position are they in in League Two? Standings Nuts County. How many Wait, points? What twenty points? How many and who is in Crawley Town number two with second 20 place? Point, tied on points. Tied on points. Swindon Town. They have a better goal differential, but they're 
They have just been playing some fantastic football. That's fantastic. And I'm telling you, if you want to get on the bandwagon, now is the time. <laughs> They're starting to open up. They've won five in a row. Yeah. That's they amazing. Have, they haven't they did not lose in September. Their next game is tomorrow, October third, at away to Doncaster. And Doncaster's way down the table, I think. Who's your goalie? Corey Adai. That's Corey Adai? Yeah, he's the like six six. Yeah, but he's he can elevate, man. He does get stuck on his line though. He does? That's what bothers me. He gets stuck on his line. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't come, out. come out. He what does a not. weighted ball. Tall goalies don't want to come oh, out. Oh, man. You guys should be watching these highlights. I'm telling you. <laughs> Look at him. He's this, riding the donkey. This is the bandwagon because his last name's Orsi. Horsey. <gasps> oh, I see what it is. They there. did a special with um, the Brick Bar, one of their one of the uh, sponsors on the arm patch. Nice. Brick Borrow. Mm-hmm. You can borrow Legos. That's their business model. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, and they did a little thing. What and they did a poll, and that was the um, goal celebration that won. So that's why Danny Lorsi and uh, your boy's boy scored. My boy's boy. Yeah, Harry's little brother Larry Lawrence oh. McGuire scored the second goal. Did he? He scored two goals. Larry McGuire. His name's Lawrence, but I'm I'm sure it's probably Larry and Harry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry, and Harry, McGuire. Harry McGuire scored two goals this season. Came up from League uh, Chesterfield, I think, from League One. A lot of players. They picked up some players from League One. They play just some beautiful, beautiful football. So get on the bandwagon now. You want to get on this week? There's a special. You have to get on. <laughs> you have to get on the bandwagon before Saturday, because once. They play Saturday. They, they play that Wrexham team on Ooh, Saturday. Yeah, and if you're not cheering for Crawley there, then screw you. You're out. <laughs> we I'm a, I'm gonna throw the gauntlet down uh, against Van City Reynolds. We don't oh. need no Ryan Reynolds because you know he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. That's I think we're his favorite podcast. I think you're right. Mulling with the really in good. in the fantasy world that I live in, Van City Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is, uh, and they're they're struggling. I mean, they're not killing it, but they're not bottom of the barrel right now. No, they they're were doing down. okay, but they came back. They went down. They're no Crawley Town, that's for sure. Yeah, they went down three times, and they came back three times. So they went down one one nothing two nothing. Th- they went down one zero two one, and then three two, and came back and scored. No. <gasps> These highlights are so fun, guys. Yeah. So I'm watching Rex. You gonna report on them? Well, right now um, on Rexham, uh, Mullen hit a wicked uh, bicycle kick. Welcome to Brennan watching highlights. Yeah, we call this segment Brennan watching highlights. It's really good because uh, right Rex, now it looks Rex, like, like it's raining. Oh, this guy might do something. Oh no, he passed, and he's sending it up at the top of the box. Is he gonna take it? He's gonna take it and misses. All right, so Arsenal this week took out Brentford midweek. In the EFL third round, 1-0. Scored early and just held on, which was dumb, but they did. And then they took it to Bournemouth on the weekend and just put four on them just to... I still don't know about those jerseys, the yellow with the random blue everywhere. I it, uh, Not not my favorite look. Um, 
but they looked really good other than that. Other than the uniforms, Arsenal looked very dominant at the weekend. And Man City went down, down to Chinatown and lost to the Wolves of Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton Wolves. Yeah. How do you think they came up with their nickname? Pedro Neto was the man of the match. And if you go watch it, there's three shots. Two goals. And Nieto, <laughs> he's come back. Yeah. He's not quite last, a player, man. Not last season, but I think the season before, he had to have – he got clocked really good in the head and had to have brain surgery. No, no, no. That's not Pedro Neto. That's uh, – was the, it Nieto? I thought it was a Nieto. No, it's the the guy that plays for Fulham now. Oh, okay. He's back too, though. Good for him, you know. Um, he's the guy that I thought we should sign. <laughs> but we got Chicho, and I'm got to be more excited about that than anything and, right now. But anyway, yeah, Fulham lost a little while ago, but uh, props they're, they're to Luton okay. Town. Luton Town got their first victory. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, they they beat Fulham. The first and only victory. Well, they got another one. They'll, they'll play Everton again. Oh, they will? <laughs> <laughs> Everton, wow, Everton. Yeah. Like black armbands coming out or... I think they won a game, didn't they? They're not last, yeah, they've right? Won, they've won Luton, one. Luton Town is out of the relegation zone. No way. Barely, yeah. but yeah, them and Everton... <laughs> Sheffield still hasn't won, and Burnley still hasn't won. They both have only tied once, and then Bournemouth won once out of seven games. And how's Manchester United doing? That puts Arsenal third, technically tied with Tottenham. Is Eric Ten Hag going to last the season? Is he going to make it to Christmas? Yeah, probably. It's their worst start since 1980-something. Yeah, but that's because the owners are getting involved with everything. They're putting such an, uh, a bad, uh, just everything bad about it is being put on Man U right now. Um, what was it? Is that the Glazers still? Yeah, still the Glazers. They went through this whole th- big old deal of trying to sell the company, and then all of a sudden they didn't want to anymore because they couldn't agree on a sell price. But I think they thought they were going to play Wrexham. Something like that. <laughs> They wanted the publicity or something. I don't know. So strange. But right now, game's a little. I mean, Regulon just got uh, um, injured, and he was just barely signed on as a uh, a loan. And yeah, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough season. I mean, they might turn it around, but yeah, I just. I think Erickson Hogg got a little weird with the transfer window. I think hiring Mason Mount was a weird, weird idea. I, I told know. you he was not good. He's oh, like everybody knew he wasn't good. He's not good, dude. He did play pretty okay. Uh, what was it? The Concacaf was it? Was that the cup that they played against Crystal Palace? I think. And then we ended up playing Crystal Palace in the Premier League and losing one zero. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So it could be worse, though. Could be worse. You could, you could be. could be Tottenham fans. <laughs> They're in second place, though. Second yeah, place? Yeah, you mean uh, Sheffield. That's still early. Sheffield. Still early. Yeah, early. Well, I think last year they were in first place at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they know it how could to be worse. You could be a Cheltenham fan. They're in League One. Mm-hmm. Eight games. No, no goals. goals. 
which is just amazing. Can you imagine going eight games? They have a new head coach now, but they've got eight games without scoring a goal. So hopefully, I, I imagine okay. there's a lot of. Can you imagine fans. being a huge team and not scoring in four games? That's like not, LAFC, yeah, I think like they tied. They, didn't they mention that RSL held the record for four games without a goal? Mm-hmm, probably. And LAFC we have tied all the dumb it. Ones. That 2005 team was that was rough. That was rough. So, anything else to chat about? I think we could mention one thing. This is our 100th episode. We what? have made it to. 100. We couldn't do it without you. We just, we might have. <laughs> we might have done it without you, but it would have been worse. It would have been worse. Much so, worse. No, thank you for supporting. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh. No, thank you very much. We appreciate it. This is fun. Well, please, if you enjoy listening to us, follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, friend. Instagram. Um, where else? Catch us outside. Facebook. Catch us outside of the game. Yeah. Yeah, if you see us wandering around in the stadium and you see someone with a random fan on their back. You don't even need to see it. It's this tall, bald guy that's next to his brother. He's walking. kind of a big dude. He's kind of a big dude. And kind of a big he's dude. He's kind of a big deal. I mean, big dude. Um, but he'll, you'll know him because he'll, he'll say his name's Tyler. Tyler Thomas as he's walking down the aisle. Hey, everybody. Tyler Thomas here. Oh. Hey, Section 25. How you doing? It's been a while. But Brennan with Stupid his gorgeous rep. locks and his nice hats and his cute outfits. Thanks. I don't Tyler talks his kids into saying out loud, Are you Tyler Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> Are you the random fan guy? <laughs> Why, yes, I am, young girl. I can lady. Totally see I'm Jerica. glad you're a fan. <laughs> like Jerrica coming down the opposite side. No way. Is that, is that the Random Fan Podcast guy? We do that, too. Whenever we see someone at the game, we yell at them really loudly. Like I saw my buddy at the last game, and I was like, Whoa, what's up, dude? Really loud, trying to cause a bit of a ruckus so everyone will see my jersey and listen to our podcast. So if you're one of those people, thank you. Thank you for listening. That turned out slightly endearing. <laughs> yeah, and also... If you wherever Hello. you get your podcast, rate us, give us a nice five star rating, leave a review. That always helps. So, if you have any thoughts on what we should be doing better, where we need to improve, let us know. Yell at Tyler at the game. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Or even better, come and find Brennan's brother <laughs> and give him <laughs> feedback during the game while he's yelling oh. at the ref. Honestly, people should probably be paid to sit next to that guy. <laughs> he's entertaining. At section 25, you come down the rows and yell, Sam! Sam! <laughs> Sam! And then it, the guy who responds like that is your guy. Dude, I don't even know that guy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> This happened yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday I love too. It. I love that he guy. does. Uh, he does have a Boston. He has a he has a light Boston accent, and he's, he's never been there. In, he's grown up in Magna. <laughs> oh, so, good stuff. Well, thanks for listening. We're gonna have, we have a several hundred more podcast episodes to go, oh, or thousand thousand. Let's do it. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. Join Brant, Tyler, and Brennan every week wherever you get your podcasts. Share with your soccer-loving friends, download, subscribe, rate, and follow. You can find them on Twitter at RSL Random Fan and at RSL Random Fan Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 
You can also reach out via email at rslrandomfanpodcast at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening.